0: A lot of people really don't know that they're rigged. I think that maybe they gain a better reputation because of the mechanical element. It leaves us to believe that there's no way to be duped because there's a machine involved. It's summer. Carnivals will be popping up everywhere.
1: And after being locked up for months protecting each other against a virus, we're ready for an exciting diversion. I'm not here to burst your bubble about carnivals or tell you how to win. You know the games are usually rigged, but it's fun. It's only a few bucks, so why not? This is Scams and Cons, and I'm Jim Grinstead. I won't tell you a victim's sob story, but I will tell you how the scam was pulled off. But don't think you can learn how to beat the next con artist that comes your way? If you're the mark, you'll never see it coming. Let's start by debunking an easy one, the dart game, where the goal is to burst a balloon. It seems easy enough. There are lots of balloons, and you get three chances. Let's go for it. Here's what's not clear. Balloons can be underinflated, making them difficult to penetrate. The darts have dull tips. They bounce right off. The darts can also be weighted differently from the ones you throw at your local pub. You may also notice that the balloons popped by other players aren't replaced quickly, and that reduces the number of targets. Lastly, the balloons that get you the really big prices are on the edges of the dartboard, making them more difficult to hit. Next up is the basketball throw. Seems easy enough, except the hoop is often set at 11 feet, one foot higher than regulation. The sucker may also be forced to stand at a point shorter or longer than the standard free-throw line, disrupting your muscle memory. And if you figure all that out, it's unlikely you'll notice that the hoop is oval rather than round, making it more likely the ball will bounce away. And just to be sure all the angles are covered, the ball may be overinflated, giving it extra bounce. Speaking of balls, you've seen the game where all you have to do is knock over three milk bottles? well, that ball is probably lighter than you'd expect, creating less force against the bottles. Replacing the polyurethane in the center with cork will do that. Of course, the bottles can be weighted, but that's not always necessary. If the carny positions those bottles in a certain way, the center of gravity goes down. To compensate, the ball must be thrown at the two lower bottles. If you didn't know it before... You should now be convinced that carnival games are usually rigged. In a few minutes, I'll tell you about a rigging technique you likely haven't heard about. But before that, know that many of these games can be rented for parties. There's little to no need to worry about those. The rental firms have no reason to cheat you because they have no direct connection to the players or their money. They do want to keep you happy, so you'll come back as a customer or recommend them to a friend. Now let's talk about those coveted prizes you're trying to win. At Carnival Depot, you can pick up a 12-piece package of plush animals, averaging about 13 inches tall, for about $28.00. By my math, that's about $2.30 each. A bag of mini, stretchy, flying frogs is about $5. The cost per frog is around $0.75. Over at Carnival Savers, a three-pack of aluminum milk bottles is about $39. Spoiler alert, they weigh about one pound each. The store recommends that you use soft rubber balls so the kids are safe when playing the game. I'm a summer guy. I'll be on the porch enjoying a cool drink and reading. Doesn't get any better, unless someone else does the cooking. I'm not going to spend the day in fresh air only to eat processed foods. If I'm not eating fresh, I'm wasting one of the best seasons of the year. Fortunately, Factor comes to my rescue. They send fresh meals to me that can be cooked up in minutes. I can go back to the porch with a great meal and enjoy the sunset. I'm not into programmed diets. I like the chef's choice meals. But if I wanted keto, protein, vegan, or anything else, they can provide it. Premium meals could include steak, shrimp, broccolini, or asparagus. The meals come prepped and are customizable. You can get add-ons for breakfast, lunch, or snacks. And when I head out on vacation, Factor will pause my service until I get back. Plus, I love to grill, so I can choose one of Factor's meals during the week and fire up the charcoal on weekends. Be good to yourself. Enjoy the warm weather, great foods from Factor, along with some money-saving discounts I'm about to tell you about. Head to factormeals.com slash scamsandcons50 and use code SCAMSANDCONS50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code SCAMSANDCONS50 at Factormeals.com slash cons 50 to get 50% off your first box and 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. As promised, I'm going to focus on one rigged challenge that moves carny games into the 21st century. You'll know it as the claw game. Take it from me, these games are addictive. You drop your money in the slot... Move the crane over a prize below, and dropped the claw. Usually it's a small stuffed animal or maybe a pocket knife. There have been machines that included an iPad or an iPhone, but those have mostly gone away. Since the days of my youth, the games have always been rigged. Tension of the claw was adjusted. The angles worked against me. Maybe there was just a little bit of extra tension on the cable. There are lots of ways I could get screwed, and with the amount of money I shoved into those machines, you'd have thought I would have learned. Claw machines are in store entryways and shopping centers. They're so common, most of us probably don't notice them. But Phil Edwards, a reporter for Vox Media, did. He loved the games, so he decided to do a story about them. And that story created quite a stir in the carny industry. It began with a little black tie.
0: A black tie claw machine. Uh, I looked at the instruction guides for a few of the biggest claw games out there. Uh, Take, for example, the manual for Black Tie Toys Advanced Crane Machine. If you look at page eight, section subheading claw strength, you will see a horrifying piece of information.
1: Managing profit is made easy. Simply input the coin value, the average value of the merchandise,
0: and the profit level the machine will automatically calculate when to send full strength to the claw.
1: To be clear, that information described not only how to set claw strength, but also how much profit its owner wants to make. David, our production assistant, will read that part of the manual. Managing profit is made easy. Simply input the coin value, the average value of the merchandise, and the profit level. The machine will automatically calculate when to send full strength to the claw. Games sent full strength will be randomly selected from a group, making it difficult for players to predict. To put it in less technical terms, we turn to Jimmy Kimmel Live.
0: I reluctantly must conclude, you're screwed, you're screwed, you're screwed.
1: You can bet the amusement industry was none too pleased with that story. It got lots of attention and an industry publication, Fending Times, spoke out against it. Not that those comments can be found anywhere anymore.
0: There's some people who speculate online that they might, they might lower the profit level at a certain point so that people start thinking the machine gives away more prizes than it does and then raise it up. A lot of these are operated by so many different individual vendors that it's kind of tough to know with any certainty how often that strategy is practiced, but it certainly seems like a possibility too. And Phil
1: thinks the story gained so much traction because while people may expect the game to be rigged,
0: They don't expect to be cheated. I honestly think that the reason the story was so popular and the reason that people are still excited about claw machines is because a lot of people really don't know that they're rigged. I think that maybe they gain a better reputation because of the mechanical element. It leaves us to believe that there's no way to be duped because there's a machine involved. It's a claw. Uh, There's no way that this could be a fraud. But... In reality, of course, it almost makes it easier for the claw machine to be programmed to get one over on you. Um, So I think that's sort of my armchair philosopher's guess.
1: After the noise died down a bit, the American Amusement Machine Association came up with this nifty pledge. David, if you please. First, an opportunity exists that allows for players to win by the application of skill, such that the player will have sufficient time to identify recognize and react with every gameplay. Secondly, a player can improve with practice and experience. And lastly,
0: the player's input controls the outcome of the game. Gee, that's swell, guys. What do you think, Phil? The American Amusement Machine Association, they are influential in the industry, which is why their free play pledge is cited so many places, but they're not... The entirety of the industry there are claw machines that are made outside of their purview and as you pointed out the fair play pledge is pretty broad and not super specific so it's tough to know how that'll shake out i you know as as a person who enjoys playing these machines i would love it if the fair play pledge did play out and that you could improve as a claw machine player over time i think that would be great so i
1: hope it's true At the time, the association's executive vice president, Pete Gustafson, said the pledge doesn't mean the games would be easy. For example, the hoop can't be smaller than the ball, but if it's only one-sixteenth of an inch wider, then he says it's a learnable skill. I suppose it's also a learnable skill when it comes to setting the profit switches on the clause just right.
0: Hello, this is Dr. Grande,
1: the host of True Crime Psychology and Personality. So if you're interested in true crime or mental health, I'd encourage you to give my show a listen wherever you get podcasts. Eventually, the carnival packs up and leaves town, taking your money with them. The midway is strewn with candy wrappers, popcorn buckets, and abandoned cotton candy. It will be back next year, and while the same games may be there, fresh cons will likely come with them. You'd think we'd walk away because we know the games are rigged, but we still go to the ATM, get some cash, and head to the fairgrounds. We may be getting robbed, but at least we're enjoying it. People get taken by a scam or con because they want to believe they can become richer, smarter, or more attractive to a partner. But because they were the mark, They never realized they were being scammed. They never saw it coming. What you can believe in is that a new episode of Scams and Cons is coming in two weeks. Thanks for listening. Did you guys hear about that couple that went on vacation and one spouse murdered the other? In fact, the entire
0: vacation was planned, just so that they could make the murder look like an accident. Ah, so like a slaycation. Oh boy, sounds like a fun new true crime podcast to me. On every episode of Slaycation, we'll examine true cases of people who were killed while on vacation. Was it murder? Ah! Or just a horrible accident? Ah! That's up to you and the law to decide. But either way, if you leave for your vacation in the plane and come home under the plane, you've definitely gone on a slaycation. Join us every week for a fascinating new episode.
1: 911, what's your
0: emergency? But make sure to pack your body bags, because getting away can be murder. This is Slaycation.